All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Today, we're talking inflation. Inflation is a rise in prices, which can be translated as the decline of purchasing power over time. So easiest way to explain it is that $50 at a restaurant 10 years ago got you a lot more than what it does today. A cup of coffee, petrol, the cost of building a house. Anyone listening to this episode would have, would have probably heard this saying so many times, but things just keep getting more expensive. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to manage inflation and what you can do to make sure that you're not just planning for inflation, but also dealing with the changes as they happen over time. The best way to deal with inflation, and I may sound like a little bit of a broken record, but is to have a budget, to know what is coming in and to know what is going out. When that happens, it doesn't just help you manage it all better but it helps you keep track of what's getting more expensive and how much it's getting more expensive by. If you can track it, and if you have a list of what you're paying for, it makes it a lot easier for you to adjust how much money you're putting into a bills account, for example, instead of just doing the same thing over and over again and just expecting things to get better by themselves or having a bit of a nasty surprise when you suddenly don't have enough money left in your account because you forgot to account for the fact that everything's gone up in the last year. Another thing to consider is your energy bills. So energy prices are a major driver for inflation. And over time, as inflation goes up, energy is a big, big part of that. Now, I'm not an expert in this field at all, but what I do know is as far as the electricity bill is concerned, and I just only found this out about two years ago, that when you're put on a deal by the electricity company, in a lot of cases, that deal actually ends at a certain period. And when it ends, well, in my case, when it ended, the price went up straight away and they never told me. It was up to me to call them up when I actually found out to say, hey, um, my charges have gone up and they told me that the plan had ended and I needed to go on a different plan. So if you can do a bit of an audit on all your energy expenditure over the year. I mean, I like to do it once a year now since that experience, but if you can do it on a regular basis, that can be a way of helping you keep your costs low just to make sure that you're getting the best deal that you possibly can. The second thing is to look at your insurances, so car insurances, for example, because again, this is something that also goes up in price because as the as inflation happens, um, the cost of repairing cars increases and the the cost of cars um, can can also be affected, even though cars are supposed to go down in value over time historically. But looking at your insurances and looking at your car insurance again is another way to help manage spending. Um, personally, again, when I get my renewal every year, I like to call up the car insurance company or even house insurance company if we're talking about insurance in general, and I always like to ask and see if there's a better deal or if there's something they can do. And nine out of 10, they actually end up giving me a bit of a discount just for calling up. So that's another little hack. 
which I'll, like, I'll share with you. Another big way to manage your spending is to look at unnecessary subscriptions and fees. So things that you're paying for. There are so many types of streaming services these days. I remember back in the days when the first one came out. I mean, the first one that I was aware of was, you know, the main one was Netflix. And since then, there's been so many different types. And you can easily be paying for something and not realize that you're paying for it or just know you've got it there. But if you really think about how many times you've used that streaming service in the last six months, and then if you look at the cost, you might find that it's not worth paying for. Sometimes we keep something just because it's convenient, but if you actually, again, this is where it helps to have a budget, but if you actually add up all these little conveniences that you have and you see how much you're spending in the year, you might actually work out that it isn't that convenient at all in that the cost outweighs the benefit of having that convenience. I did this recently with a client and we worked out that she had about six streaming services and she was spending about three and a half thousand dollars a year on these streaming services. Um, again, we did the maths, she worked out it definitely wasn't worth it, and she narrowed it down to two. This one's always a big one, and whether inflation is an issue or not, but being smarter with your grocery shopping. So not looking for big brand names, doing online shopping for groceries helps because you just buy the things that you need. But just really being smarter in the way that you do these things can also make a really big difference. Going back to convenience, we love to spend money on things that are convenient. So for example, they could be cheese. A block of cheese could be $10, for example. Um, sliced up cheese, the same amount of kilos, for example, could be $15. Um, now, I've just completely messed up those figures, but my point is we sometimes pay more money for things just because there's that convenience, because things are individually wrapped or because something's cut up. So just being a little bit smarter in the way that we do that can also save a bit of money. And by reducing your spending, it's helping you manage the whole inflation cycle. A big one here, and this is where it helps to have a financial advisor, is to make room in your budget for investing. Why? There's no guarantee when it comes to investing, but generally speaking, when you've got inflation increasing, you know, happening every year, money in the bank suddenly is losing its value. And unless you invest that money or do something to help that money grow, you're essentially at the mercy of inflation and you're being affected by inflation. Now, there is no guarantee that investing will make your money grow because no one has a crystal ball and investments are never guaranteed to always go up. But with the advice of a financial advisor, if you're able to do something with your money to explore the option of it being invested or to explore the option of it being somewhere where it's potentially growing, you're going to have a lot more of a chance than combating inflation than just leaving it in the bank. The last point, and this is easier said than done, but is to look at increasing your income if possible. Now, this can be done by having a second job. It could be done by setting up a little side hustle or a second business, maybe something that you've been really passionate about for a really long time and you feel that you can make an extra dollar um, on the side from, or even having a chat to your boss. Um, you know, we uh, lately... I hear this a lot as well, but you know, the cost of living is increasing by X amount, but wages aren't increasing by that. And that that is a fact if you look at things and if you look at economic statistics. But just from a practical point of view, if, you know, again, things are going up, things are becoming more expensive, um, maybe the company you work for is making more money, yet you haven't had a pay rise in a really long time, or you feel like you deserve more of a pay rise than what you've received in the last year or two. 
it's definitely worth having the chat. Now, there's different ways of having this discussion. Um, one way is to go in demanding a pay rise, and this is probably not going to get you anywhere. But if you go in and have an honest discussion with your employer and just explain that you feel like you should be you should be paid more, um, explain the reasons that you feel why you should be paid more, and explain why you feel like you deserve it, then you're going to have a much higher chance of getting this pay rise. The worst thing is, especially if you ask nicely, the worst thing is that your employer is going to say no. And it might be a bit of an awkward discussion to have, but if you do it in a smart way, and respectable, respectable way, you'll actually most likely find out that it's going to do you, you know, a, a very, you'll be doing yourself a very good deed by having that chat. And by being open and honest with your employer, you're doing yourself a favor instead of just holding it inside you, knowing that you should be paid more money for what you do. So all these things I've mentioned, they are things that anyone can really do to help their their, their budget and their cash flow in their household. But especially when we talk about inflation, especially when we talk about, you know, something like inflation that we can't control, it's up to you to focus on the things that you can control to be, to not just be smarter, but to do things in a more efficient way so that you can have more money, more cash flow, so that you can manage your money better, focus on the things you love, and essentially feel better as we go through these different economic cycles. Thanks for joining us on sharing more than the sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.